going on world welcome back to another edition of insightful principles thank you for listening to this podcast i'm so glad that you all are tuned in at this moment and within this content today i'm going to give you eight steps to eliminate debt now debt is often what holds us back with creating wealth for ourselves and simply it can be the one thing that stands in between accomplishing your goals and your dreams Now, getting out of debt is certainly not easy, but if you remain consistent and have gazelle-like intensity approach, as Dave Ramsey would say, you can certainly free yourself from being tied down with payments every month, whether it's payments for a car loan, credit cards, or even student loans. So, step one. The first step is you want to stick to your budget with paying off your debt. What I mean by this is you want to have a plan every month on how much you would like to pay towards your debt. So, for example, you would let's say you're making $4,000 a month. You will budget a total amount of how much you would like to put towards your credit card payment monthly. I'm going to use credit cards for this first example. Now, if your credit card has a balance of $10,000 and let's say the minimum payment is $50, you always want to pay more than the minimum. It allows you to cut down the interest and speed up the payoff process. So if you allocated $1,500 towards this expense every month, it would take you about six and a half to seven months to completely pay off the car. Now, I know this sounds like an aggressive approach, and many people will say, you know, well, I have to pay rent, I have to pay groceries, gas, and insurance. You know, how am I going to have the money to make that type of payment to pay it in that time frame? And I I know there are other bills that you do have to pay. So you want to have a balance with paying off your debt. But what I mean by this step is you want to have a plan and you want to have the intention of paying it off quickly so you can start your journey with building wealth. Now with step two, you want to keep your expenses low. Uh, This allows you to put more towards your debt and your rent and insurance is most likely a fixed expense. It, It stays the same over time. However, with grocery, gas, or entertainment, that could be a variable expense, which means it can change over time. And you're able to cut down on those expenses, and the difference can be applied uh, to a credit card payment. So with most people working from home, uh, that does help with saving money as far as, you know, with paying for gas. And then if you're not working from home, then cutting back on your grocery bill is another helpful tip as well. Now, cutting out the interest uh, will also help with keeping your expenses low. So subscriptions that you might have with, you know, Netflix, uh, if you're using subscriptions for any type of media service you use with your phone, uh, going out to eat cable television or any unnecessary spending will help with putting towards your debt. Now, step three, uh, you want to identify which debt has the highest interest. That's the one that's costing you the most money. So if you have a credit card, auto loan, or even a student loan, um, your auto loan interest, and let's say your auto loan interest is the highest, let's say it's 13%, it would be smart to pay that first because the interest uh, you will have to pay uh, will have you paying more than the total balance. So that's why you want to try to tackle uh, the highest interest. Now in step four, you want to decide which debt method you would like to use. The two most common strategies are the debt avalanche and the debt snowball methods. The debt avalanche method is what I mentioned in step three, where you focus on the debt that has the highest interest 
and then you're going to pay that one first and then move to the next highest interest rate among all of your debt. Now, also with the avalanche method, you will still pay the minimum payments on all your other debts, but the extra amounts you will have will go to your debt that has the highest interest. This allows you to save the most money in interest payments over time. So if you had $3,000 put aside every month to go to your debt repayments, the avalanche method would allow your money to go the furthest. For example, if you had these following debts, $10,000 credit card debt at 18.99%, and let's say you had a $9,000 car loan at 3%, and the $15,000 student loan at 4.50%. With the avalanche method, you would pay off your credit card first, then you will be able to pay the remaining debt in 11 months, paying a total of $1,011.60 in interest. The snowball method, however, you would pay the car loan first, becoming debt-free in 11 months, but you would have a higher interest that you paid over time in the amount of $1,514.97. So as you can see, the avalanche method, this saves you more money with interest payments, and it also will reduce the time that it takes to pay off your debt. Now, next is the snowball method. This strategy is helpful with building motivation and tackling debt. You're essentially focusing on paying the lower amounts of your debt first and then moving on to the bigger ones. This method is good, especially if you need to see progress with your debt-free journey. Paying off debt isn't the most exciting thing to do. So this strategy keeps you going once you see that it works. You also may think of doing a combination of both methods. Either way, both are useful strategies and will help with you gaining financial freedom. Now with step five, you want to make extra payments on your debt. With any debt, you usually have interest plus the principal balance. Now making those extra payments towards your principal will keep you from paying more interest over time and lowers the principal balance a lot quicker. So for example, if you had a $200,000 15-year fixed mortgage with an interest rate of 4.125%, your payments would typically be $1,492 per month. If you made an extra payment of $250 monthly, you would save $13,729 with an earlier payoff schedule of two years and nine months. So it really shows you the difference of what making extra payments on your debt can save you. Uh, over time. Now with step six, you want to increase your income on a monthly basis. You know, this is so important because when you're getting out of debt, you have to look at other ways you can generate income outside of your nine to five. Now this gives you the ability to put more towards your debt and get rid of it altogether. So in order to increase your income, you do have to look at what you can do outside of your job. So whether that's starting a business on the side, putting your money in real estate, investing in the stock market, or even passive streams of income. I know in episode 34, I did describe some passive income ideas. So if you haven't heard that episode, I would definitely go and check it out. It will give you a lot of insight of some passive streams that you can develop for yourself. Now, you also, you know, want to look at how it not only can create extra income for yourself, but this is what's going to allow you to be able to excel your debt-free journey and apply that extra amounts that you're making outside of work towards your debt. Now, I listened to a video the other day where I explained how you want to have more than seven streams of income. When I first did research on how many streams you should have, 
I will always see people say millionaires typically have seven streams of income. But when you really look at a lot of the top companies in, in the United States, they have more than seven streams of income through their products and services. So for instance, Amazon, they have seven main business segments, but they sell more than 12 million products. They have their e-commerce operations, their cloud services with AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. They have digital advertising. They're in the grocery market. They're in the prescription drug market. They have Alexa and Amazon Prime. So this is how you want to approach your streams of income. You want to treat it like a business. You don't necessarily have to create more than seven different businesses, but you want to create an ecosystem with your streams of income so you can provide multiple products and services for your customers. Having this mindset will give you the ability to generate more income for yourself and eliminate any debt you may have. Now in step seven, you wanna use your bonus money or tax returns that you get at the beginning of the year to pay towards your debt. So maybe you get an end of the year bonus or even a tax return at the beginning of the year Use that extra money to pay off your debt. If you get a raise with your job, you can use that also as an opportunity to pay towards your debt. Uh, the goal of this step is if you come across any surprise money, use it to get rid of your liabilities. And finally, in step eight, look at getting a debt settlement. You can usually negotiate a settlement amount with your credit card company or with a balance left over with a leased vehicle. When it comes to balances with your credit cards, you're able to negotiate the amount you owe. In certain situations, you're able to even cut your balances by as much as 50 to 70%. A debt settlement is essentially an agreement between the lender and yourself as the borrower for a, law, a large one-time payment toward an existing balance. And then in return, the lender will forgive the remaining balance of the debt. So if someone owes $16,000 on a single credit card, a person may call the credit card company and offer to pay $8,000 and see if the remaining $8,000 can be forgiven. Now, the reason why credit card uh, issuers uh, will be open to doing a settlement amount is because the lender is either strapped for cash or is fearful you may not pay the total balance back. In both situations, the credit card issuer is working to protect their bottom line and this is very important to know when you're negotiating. Also, credit cards are unsecured loans, which means that there is no collateral your credit card company or a debt collector can seize to cover an unpaid balance. You know, rather than if you have like an auto loan, if you do fall behind on payments or if you don't make the payments, they almost are using your the vehicle as collateral. They'll come and repossess the vehicle. But with credit cards, it's an unsecured loan, so there's really no other way for them to, uh, you know, seize, you know, uh, any assets that you may have other than just calling you constantly um, to make a payment to get current with your account. Now, one thing you want to do once the credit card company agrees to do the settlement is get the agreement in writing. This keeps you covered so you're not responsible with paying the debt that will be forgiven and also I've seen online that there have been situations where a company may verbally agree to do a settlement with you and then the remaining amount that hasn't been paid, they'll send it to the collections agency. So that's why it's so important to get it in writing. 
Also, make sure to credit your shows on your credit report as paid in full. Um, I know for myself, uh, I had a lease vehicle balance uh, in the past with a vehicle um, I had um, I had leased, and uh, when I returned the vehicle, I had a leftover amount for my mileage overage. And I worked with my provider, and I was able to neg negotiate a settlement, and I was able to get a settlement uh, with only paying back half of the balance. And it was, you know, more than 50, uh, it was about 50% uh, that I only had to pay out of the total. And I also was able to get the agreement in writing. So debt settlement is definitely a route you can go down to settle your accounts and speed up your debt-free journey. And these eight steps that I went over today will help you with eliminating debt and starting your journey to financial freedom. And if you all can please uh, rate, subscribe, and leave a review for this podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I'm also going to uh, put my link tree in the show notes so you can be able to connect with me and stream this content in other ways. Other than that, I want to thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Insightful Principles and take care.